thank you for once again tuning into another episode of Tights and Fights. If you love me like I love you, and y'all know I love you, um, then please, please, please go to wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, other places with podcasts, and we need you to give us them fives. Give us the five stars. Like, sick caps, bro. No. Okay. Says, it's the podcast the IWC deserves. Thank you for all of the props. Danielle, no, mm-hmm. can you name two other places where people would find podcasts? No. Okay. No. Just wanted to make sure. I have 12 jobs. <laughs> Don't ask me to know things that aren't part of one of my 12 jobs. I'm the lawyer, the doctor, the janitor, <laughs> the cook. I mean. And the baker on Tuesdays. Baker. Look. Thank you. I love you. Okay, bye. Tyson Mice Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Daniel and there's guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tyson Mice Podcast. Tyson the pod this is gonna take 20 minutes oh no time to cast the pod (laughs) welcome to tights and fights (laughs) the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves i'm the leader of the haltaraj hal lublin and i'm joined today by my fellow members of the nation of conversation danielle watch the weave radford hello and the emperor of the jabari tribe jay washington I'm sorry, I felt like just when you do that, I have to bark. I just, it's again, so you saw great. my post on Facebook. Now y'all all of a sudden about the Thick Neck Brothers. And we've been everyone's a, been about the Thick Dudes. And we've been out here in these goddamn streets of There's Dallas. There's a reason we all added an extra C. It ain't new. <laughs> all of a sudden, we've been out in these streets. Y'all been out, and all of a sudden, y'all like, ooh, Jabari, man. I've been around this boy like He's a Jabari. Really- my podcast talking about how people don't like thick dudes. Well, I know you what do. I know you do. I'm just talking about the other people. Mm, <laughs> I like eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Raw. Raw was built about around one thing involving two people that we all thought we'd hate but now love, I assume, and that's the Symphony of Destruction match between Elias and Braun Strowman. They have made you love Elias. He's so good at getting, he just gets himself, he gets anything over. Yeah. And Look, he, and also, I just, I like things that are fun. It was fun. And it's like, if you're not, if Braun's not going to be in like main title contention or whatever, then yes, have him doing fun things where he lifts up cars. Do you think it elevates Elias to be working Absolutely. with Braun? I do too. Yes. I do too. I mean, Braun is considered a main event. I mean, we might see him in mid-level stuff right now, yeah. right. but Braun is on main event level. So yeah, you bump up Elias with that. Do you think it did more for him than being in Elimination Chamber did? Because that's technically a main event for him as yeah, well. Yeah, but they always throw people in the Elimination Chamber. I mean, I hate to say it this right. way, but we've seen Elimination Chambers in the recent where you have one or two people, you're like, how did you get in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there, are, there are definitely people yeah. where you look at it and you're like, oh, you're preparing me to like that person right. or something? Right. But I think, you know, I think with, with Elias, they've been positioning him. He has the look. He has the talent. We've seen him against Cena. I think we saw him against Rollins. We've seen him against the top-level guys. Yeah. We haven't seen Elias just thrown in matches where it's like, you really don't care. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're they're giving you Elias, like, here, you guys are going to love, you guys are going to start to like him. Now, where, where do we go with title contentions after Mania? Do we go 
intercontinental title? Do we just have him stay mid-card level? Do we... Yeah, I think that... I mean, and I do think he could be an intercontinental title contender. Yeah. I think that Elias versus Miz is something I very much want to see in a long program. Oh, my God. I would love those promos. You know what? Oh, yeah, Elias gets cheap heat. Yep. But in, to call it cheap heat, I think, is kind of unfair. He gets smart heat. He gets heat, but he still gets love because it's against the Miz. Yeah. You know, and, if, that, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100% mm. makes sense. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, the other big event on Raw this week. Really? This is the other big event? All right, fine. Paul Heyman showed up. I don't know. His rebuttal to Roman Reigns, uh, to Roman Reigns' promo. Here, here's that. You know, last week, Roman Reigns came out here and had a lot to say about the beast incarnate. Hey, Roman, what's the biggest victory of your career? Last year, in the main event of WrestleMania, when you defeated The Undertaker. And did anybody, even one person, say, Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker didn't mean anything? The Undertaker only wrestled one time that year. No. Because if they did make that statement, that statement would be bullshit. Pretty sneaky, sis. No, I don't think it 100% correlates. The fact that, that Paul Heyman has to come out and give a promo defending the fact that we never see, you know, Brock Lesnar just isn't booked, that we never see the title. Mm-hmm. The, the counter argument, I feel like, is, I feel like it's almost from a weak defensive position. I don't like that as opposed to, like, I don't, I don't owe you anything. Brock doesn't owe you anything. He doesn't owe WWE anything. He's the champion because he wants to be, and he will be for as it's long also, as he we've, wants Yeah, to we've be. been doing this for forever, so I feel like <clears throat> while you can bring up, um, obviously you can bring up like, hey, like, you know, you've had it forever and you never like come and do anything with it. Yeah. Like, that's been the situation forever. Other people have brought it up. I do, look, I, I think that they all do a really good job when they work together. So we know it's going to be a good match. Right. We know there's going to be some good promos. Um, I'm not like unexcited about it yet because I know I'm going to enjoy it and it's going to be one of those things where we're going to be irritated until it happens <laughs> and then the match is going to happen and the match is going to be fucking great and that's all that's going to matter in the end. I, I just have the problem with it being the main event of WrestleMania. I have WrestleMania is a long ways away. Who knows what main event might happen between here and then. You know, I just, I mean, because they're not pushing Shinsuke or which rightfully should be the main event, Asuka, whoever she challenges because her her Royal Rumble was the last match. It was, you know, the winner goes to WrestleMania. But that's another story. Right. I just think that, again, back to the Paul Heyman thing and, and the Brock, if you're going to keep using that angle, he's never here. He's never here. He's never here. It's like, all right, so what else do you have? Well, and here's a look. The universal title is that, like, I would much rather, if you're going to have something headline WrestleMania, and again, who knows? But if you're going to have something like headline WrestleMania, universal title defense is how you headline WrestleMania. And I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't imagine a scenario where anything other than Brock Roman ends the show. But I have a different question. Mm, I think, I think that I, I do think that they are smart enough 
to know that if you have AJ Shinsuke, you have that at the end. Yeah, nobody can follow that. I, they're not gonna. They're not gonna make like you don't make dudes look good by making them be the cool off for that match. No, no. you have them jerk the curtain. I guarantee you that they would do something dumb like that before before they would put it main event. And I know it seems crazy. Uh, I, I want to talk about this more, but if Julian gives me the rap signal one more time, he's gonna tear his rotator cuffs, someday. and I don't want that to happen. Someday. Let's talk about Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt who have finally decided to stop screwing around and at least head to the one place that this has always been heading to. Here's a clip. But if you wish to clash once again, it cannot be contained inside the mortal realm known as WWE. There is only one battlefield that is worthy of such cosmic combat. Vanguard one, bitches! The Hardy Compound! His farm got a pop. <laughs> give give Reby the book. Let Reby do all of this. Give her the yeah, book. Yeah, let Reby do this. It was amazing. Uh, it was everything you wanted. It was it was Sarsgaard. It was... Um, <laughs> Did you say it was Sarsgaard? So, yes, he was there. He was tugging Skarsgård. You didn't see it? Oh, no, I didn't see it. No. Yeah, so when you see it and he's talking and he's like, well, it can only happen in one place. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. He's like pulling Sarsgaard. You oh. see one. Um, Just please, please just let Reby do it. Please just yeah, that's do some, it. I'm with Danielle 100%. Just let her do it. Let her do it. Do not let the WWE hand. We don't want the WWE style for, for this. For yep. How you look so... You look so like I've never been impressed by the Broken Universe. I yeah, I'm not I'm not super on board with Broken Universe. The final deletion was fine. Like I got I get it. I mm. get it. I get it. And I I hope it's everything that everybody who loves the Broken Universe wants it to be. Also, WWE is known to take something that is a bag full of money and transform it into horse shit. Not that they can't do the opposite, but they I think the problem with it didn't have production behind it. Like th- that is the thought that goes in. So you get the yeah, you get the Wyatts versus the New Day in like the the Wyatt Farm, or you get the House of Horrors match. They thought going into it that that was going to be the right way to pull those things no, off. No, but also, I mean, that's that is what it looks like when you have people copying the original because all of that stuff is clearly this is copying the original. It's not not when you have the original people. When you have the original folks doing it, it's not the same as a copy. You're so, allowed to plagiarize yourself. You're telling me Bray Hardy's gonna uh, Bray Wyatt's gonna climb up a fucking ladder and do a swanton? Yes. No, well, look, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let, let's go back. Let's go back. Let it be a b-hole. I wanted to. Let it be Mano's hands of fate. Let it be the room. This is what it was always meant to be, and they did that shit on purpose. They know how to make things good. They made it bad for me. Well, because they love me. Let them love me. You how? know what, Danielle? I want them to love you. And, and we all know if there's one thing Vince McMahon is great at, it's giving other people control of things. <laughs> let's talk about Nia Jax. Uh, she says she's not like most girls. But this week, she tapped out to Asuka, just like most girls. Should they go ahead and move her to SmackDown since it's clear they don't plan on moving her into being a champion nope. on anytime soon? Nope. No? They, nope, because you're just setting up her and, her and Alexa. You're going to have her keep whining and Alexa keep rubbing it in her face. Asuka hasn't officially announced that she's challenging Alexa. She's yeah. she's going to challenge Charlotte. And then you have Nia and Alexa for the women for the Raw title. I, I'm I'm gonna give them space because this is I mean obviously they're doing a, and we'll talk about that the version of uh, Sasha Bailey, 
this is the Sasha Bailey break we wanted, and maybe they'll do it right this time, where like <laughs> they just let it go and let it happen, and they don't keep interrupting it with other nonsense. People like Sweet Nia now. Oh, the crying. Oh, which, real weird. And, which, and Alexa and Alexa's chop down promos when she cuts somebody down mm-hmm. for her to cut down her BFF. Yeah, it's going. There's there is money in that. That's I, money I, in I that. I do think there's money yeah. in that. There's money in that. Her cutting down her BFF. You know, it's okay. You 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 try to be better. You try to do it. You keep failing. Yep. And I think that even when she turns heel on her, we'll still get like an element of that. Like you know, I loved you and I blah 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 blah. As long as I don't think they will. I'm hoping they don't, as long as they just keep it away from, because the big and little thing is cute when they're besties. Oh. Big and little thing can't be what they do when they're feuding. As long as they, because then it, it 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 becomes like a weird, different thing. And I understand the idea of like, Naya's body positive, but it's also like, let that be her side job. Like, that doesn't have to be Don't like, put that as her main angle don't right now. Don't put that as her, yeah. cause I don't, mostly because like, I don't trust WWE to do it right. And also, WWE tends to, when people are in real life best friends, they will push them harder to be mean to, to each other. Hell yeah. Be, right. Vince will say, listen, you guys love each other, right? So what's a little bit of friendly competition? But it's also like considering Alexa Bliss has gone on record talking a lot about her struggles with eating disorders. Yeah. Yeah, um, buddy. It's, it's just a bad road to go. Don't go that road. Keep it, <laughs> keep it the best friends. And then and then make it uh, David versus Goliath or whatever. But in this one, like Goliath is really sweet and cute and hot, and David's kind of a dick. I don't know. I'm into it. Let's talk about the revival, but not for long because WWE is not giving them much time. Oh, don't do that. They lost to the bar. They didn't get their entrance on television. It's the road, man. Things shake up during the road. They can't and stay healthy. That's yeah. also part of it, unfortunately. <laughs> but and the injuries continue to plague WWE. Like it continues to be an issue. I don't. If they were healthy, where do you think they'd be right now? You think they'd have the titles no. going into Mania? Ooh, I think they would be in the tag team title hunt. I, I think they would have been champions. Yeah, for a I don't while know if now. they would have been. I don't think they would have gone up against the Bar. Yeah, the Bar yeah. would have split up. I think the Bar would have been facing each other at WrestleMania again. Yeah. Because didn't we do like a best of seven almost with them two? But, that, but yep. it's different once you have them have a friendship relationship and then the yeah. friendship breaks. So is that what? So is that story. is that the theme of this year with the WWE? For WWE hates friendship and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's really I'm nope. taking it as a personal. Offer. It's bad when they do that storyline eight million times at once. Like it, <laughs> I know that there are like it's like the mother sauces. There are a very select mm-hmm. few storylines of which everything else branches. And look, and... we all like garlic, but like <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, just talk, you know, we all... I don't know. Well, no, just, like, in terms of, like, base cooking things. I got it. Okay. You know, we, I all see, like, I we all like garlic. We all like, a, what's do. what's that thing where you take, like, the onions and the celery and the and the, and the the carrots? Y'all don't cook. I cook. I just it's, can't think of the name. I, do, I know. But I no, know but that's the thing. It's, it's I like know a, what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, like a, a basic, rat tattoo. It's like a base. No, it's like a basic flavor base. Yeah. Right? Sure, sure, sure. We all enjoy it, but it's like, man, like, sometimes you gotta, it can't, you just gotta toss some ginger in there. Like, I just don't want, I don't want chicken stock in everything. People who cook know exactly what I just said. I do cook. You do not. I do too. No, I you don't even know the name. You're like sitting here telling me I don't know how to cook. I know how to cook. Well, you don't even know what I was talking about. Whatever. See, see how I see how I made it Why, bitches? It's called a mirepoix. You looked it up. I did. You looked it up. But I'm glad to know that it's a name. I mean, first of all, first up. of all, she came. Mirror- 
Pwah. Shout out to everybody that's listening that had to turn their volume down real quick. Uh, they, they know who I am. I mean, but no, because that mirror. Pwah, no, I know we get. No, we get it because that mirror Pwah came out of no fucking way. Everybody was like, we moved on past this. I thought you were having a stroke. I didn't no, know what they, was happening. They know who I am. They're fine. Julian is really good at things, and he will make that flat. It was mirror Pwah, and then I saw Jesus. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about John Cena. He Don't faced, hate on my knowledge of French. I never. I will never hate on it. John Cena faced gold dust, and the crowd went absolutely mild. Goddamn right they did for Dustin, because this was all for Dustin. Why? Why? Gold Dust been out here working these cruiserweights, showing he can still go at 90, and it's like, fuck it, let me go against Cena. Mm, I just want the best for Daddy Dustin. <laughs> he's great. No, he, look. Y'all are just so wrong. He's just, great. Stop wanting to put that man to pasture. So, John Cena and his promo... <laughs> Was pushing for a triple threat match, which is scary. Him and and I feel like they're teasing us at this point. That is my scary part. Is are they really gonna release those seventeen t shirts after Fast Lane? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I've always I've, I've been saying, and it's always it's been known those seventeen t shirts for Cena are already printed. They sitting in boxes waiting to go. Right. And you would think they would release that in Mania. Then you heard Cena didn't have a Mania poem, and then you was like, there is a God times two. And then you start seeing Cena say, I don't have a path to WrestleMania. I'm going to get on any way I can. And you was like, somebody, Nancy Kerrigan, hit his knees. Do something. Because don't, don't let this shit happen. No! He <laughs> to make that Bumblebee movie. No, the fuck he Yeah, he can make that Bumblebee movie and not be at WrestleMania. Because <laughs> then he starts saying, I'm going to do The Undertaker. I'm, no, first I'm going to do The Elimination Chamber. Then I'm going to do The Undertaker. Then I'm going to go to SmackDown. And you're like, oh, please don't let this happen. I love how both of y'all are laughing at that as though your mat, your hats and, dra- and and shirts aren't matching like Cena right now. And I'm wearing green. <laughs> Damn. Let's go back to the start of Raw. <clears throat> Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon is official. Who couldn't see that one coming? Yeah. How do you feel about this? For it- everybody involved. All I want in the world is for Rousey to surprise me. That's all I want. I legit just, like, I want her to surprise me. I want her to come out the gate, work it hard. I almost wish she wasn't on TV as much. Like, I wish that I know, and I know she's only doing stuff, like, a little bit. Yeah. Like, I would rather, instead of her being on TV, they're just doing promo packages of her training with Kendrick. That's what I want. And I want her to come and and been been doing some promo classes and doing all that stuff. And I want her to come to WrestleMania, and I want her to shock me with how good she is. She gets pops now. She's a baby face. But her mic skills aren't where they need to be yet. No. She'll get oh. there. I'm sure she'll get there. The more you trot her out and and have her give subpar promos, the more likely it is the crowd will turn on her. Yeah, she's oh, exposing, yeah. she's yeah. exposing herself, and that's the problem. They're I, exposing her. You yeah. know what else I have a problem with? I was really I you knew it was coming. You saw it at after, you know, Elimination Chamber, you saw what was about to be set up. I really wanted, and I I'm probably one of the few, I wanted to see if they were gonna let Kurt Angle go full against Triple H. Because I thought they were just intentionally holding him back. Mm -hmm. The TLC thing, Survivor Series, put him in tag matches. Because I thought they were, because Kurt on the indie scene was going. Yeah. On the indies, he was going. So I'm like, yo, Triple H trains still. This man trains at midnight every night. Right. So it was like, why couldn't you just let them two do the last match they're going to do? I get, yeah, you want to protect Rousey because this way you can cover her up for whatever flub she has in this ring during Mania. Right. But you say this is WrestleMania. You you promoting this so big. 
Triple H versus Kurt Angle is a money match in itself. It is, but I will say they still have that one in them for SummerSlam. Okay. Because I just, I worry because Kurt's my daddy. Let's talk about another match that we have been expecting that has been confirmed, and that is Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins versus The Miz for the IC title. Love it. Uh, this And, of course, what would this be without The Miz cutting down his opponents on the mic? Here's a clip. Seth, whether you're lasting 65 minutes in a gauntlet match or have an amazing performance in the Elimination Chamber, it always ends up the same. You lose. Nobody makes losing look better than you. Except for maybe him. Oh. Yeah. You held the Universal title for one day, but what have you done since then? Absolutely nothing. But you'll sit here and tell everybody how over you are. This isn't Japan, this is the WWE. And let me give you a little hint. To be over, you need more than just a hand sign that's not even yours. Just everything, all the work he's doing on Twitter, the the, the, the Bullet Club stuff, just yikes. Ouch. God bless me. But that's Miz. what Miz does. Boy, it's gonna there, hurt. There is a way to spin that. It's a way to spin it. it. <laughs> to do it, but he didn't have the mic at the time. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. But the, you can't spin it. Hey. When he's up here in the <laughs> ring, you twenty feet down on the ground, and he got a mic, and you don't, and you backing up. There's no way to spin it because there is a way to be like, I am part of a long and proud tradition of wrestling. The blah 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 words. And you won tough enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and like, hey, did, did you use all of these skills when you were part of the real world World Roost Challenge? Yeah. There is a way to do that. And maybe he will come back with that another time. Seth Rollins has but, no chance. Oh, woof. Because Seth Rollins don't know how to. He can't cut those diehard. Yeah. Like Ty, Tyler Black has never been that promo dude. Right. He's always been the, my ring action of what I do in the ring. Mm-hmm. It's never been a mic dude. And then you have the Miz who is just like, we fighting in these streets. Mm, we're fighting with my mouth. Because <laughs> every time he said, like like I said, he throws daggers and they land. Mm-hmm. They land. But they're going to give this to Finn Balor. Let's just call it for what it is. Mm, well, we'll see. I guess, well, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Because, look, this is this is the theory I have in the timeline. Go ahead. If everything stays the way it stays, Roman does win the universal title at WrestleMania. Now Seth chases Roman. You do that. Finn Balor still needs some because I'm tired of hearing for another year. I never lost a title. I'm tired of hearing for another year. <laughs> so, you know, do we need another year of it? Give him the Intercontinental title. Yeah. And let him and the him and the Miz feud. I'm there for it and then have a lot of And also I think it, it is because I love, um, I do love Finn. I think that he's great. I don't think he's gotten to show as much of a personality in the Dubs Dubs E as he has in other places. And I think that Miz is the right person to pull that out of him. I think that Miz pulls good work out of everybody. Yeah, let's get to SmackDown. Uh, let's talk about the first segment. We had Ruby Riot and Charlotte talking, and then Bobby Roode just sort of comes out, and that's more important somehow. Uh, whoever was on production for SmackDown Live didn't know what was good. They lost the first two pages of the script. It's so shitty right now. It's hard to watch. It breaks my heart because I was a big SmackDown advocate, and I realize I'm getting so fucking tired of having to track two shows worth of shit so you're, you're like the brand sp- I don't, you're I'm not, not the per- you're not, not the first person guy. i keep hearing this and i want to ask you, you your thoughts your thoughts on that too i've heard multiple people say basically fuck this brand split 
I put still, him. I still like the brand split. The only thing I don't like about it is are the split and too often pay per views. But it sounds like the rumors say that might not be a problem yeah, soon. So yeah, they finna drop pay per views. So right. But so what does that do? Well, then it's a combined pay per view, so it's a best of both shows. It's just the best so, of both shows. So now you only get half of uh, half of, of what each roster, because then it, then it becomes well, sh- uh, SmackDown's not getting enough of a showcase because they've got blah blah blah. Or but Raw, you, but we've been getting lackluster pay per views anyway from that, even with a full fucking pay per view off the rosters. And I know. also, you know what? That does open it up. I would love for them to do more, you know, beasts in the east or whatever, as long as it's like on, uh, you know, as long as they do these kind. Of live special events like they should have done. Um, right. If they do them where I can watch them on the network, then chill. I think that's great. And it's like they're good. There's no, you don't have to watch them live. In mm-hmm. fact, they probably won't put them up when they happen or whatever. <laughs> but you can put them up and watch them at their leisure, and then people can still get their shine without there being this like thing where every three weeks suddenly I gotta like sit down for four hours. Yeah. And, and it's like, and I love wrestling, it's just a lot. Finally, let's talk about some of WWE's other best shows. On NXT, Johnny Gargano recently lost his rematch with Andrade Cien Almas and is done with NXT. Plus, Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman advanced in the Mixed Match Challenge, and the hints are dropping of tag titles on 205 Live. Uh, What have you all seen on these shows that you've enjoyed? Well, the Mixed Match Challenge I did watch. I'm behind on 205 and on NXT, unfortunately. Um... That time has been taken up by Lucha, which I can't talk about, but which is, has been amazing. So they, that's taken up my other wrestle time. But Mixed Match Challenge, always great. It was fantastic this week. Did you watch it? No, I didn't see it this week. Oh, it was great. Because there was this great, they've been having like this weird kind of flirty sexual thing. With Braun and, and Lex Lexa. Which is like, I like it when it's cute. When it gets overtly sexual, it starts to get weird for me. But they did a couple of spots where like, um, he caught her and whatever and those were like cute and there was one where she like lands on top of him and is like straddling him and like it would have been fine except the crowd is dumb um, also you know poor Blake or Murphy or whichever one um, but the best part of that is when um, <clears throat> Jimmy Uso is like oh now you acting like oh I don't want to catch you but I want to catch you but I don't want to catch you and he's like being really funny and then Braun <laughs> looks at him and he's like and it starts running. It's amazing. It was great. Mixed Match Challenge was amazing. It's it's amazing every week. Every week, the Mixed Match Challenge like allows for so many new and fresh dynamics between people. Um, it is just because there's no storyline. It's just a pure delight. I'm gonna tell you what was the funniest thing about the Mixed Match Challenge when I first heard it, that the winning team would have $25,000 donated to their charity. Mm. Right? That sounds so amazing. Then you remember, oh shit, they already know who's winning this. Because you have Alexa and Ron going for Connor's cure. Uh, oh, that's yeah. who they're going for. I, I believe it's Connor's cure. I thought who... they were doing. An, I thought they were an animal charity. Uh, uh-uh. I'm ninety percent sure. I'll have to look it up. Um, but I'm pretty sure that Alexa and Braun are Connor's. Yeah, cure, it's Connor's cure, which is their own charity, which is their own charity. And uh, all the charities were like, "Yeah, we probably go get some money." And you like, "No, you're not." Yeah, it's Alexa and Braun doing Connor's cure. Alexa and Braun are winning. They're winning the whole thing. It's Connor's cure. Yeah. Fair oh, enough. And one more, just because I know people are going to get mad if we don't mention it. That Ali and Murphy match was amazing on 205 Live. It, I know. I'm, I'm literally. Hell of a great job. Um, I'm it. literally going to watch that when I get home tonight. Yeah. yeah. Amazing um, match. Because it's on my list and I have time tonight. Yeah. If you guys are listening and you're 205 Live fans, just know we're here right now. And it was amazing. Everybody should go watch it. There you go. 
If you've got any thoughts on the week in wrestling, keep the conversation going at facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, we'll talk about one superstar's music through the years, from the extreme to the broken. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Going into a bullseye interview, I know that it's somebody who does amazing work, but I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Is that possible? Is that's that true? possible. Yeah. Should I check with your therapist? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will be. <laughs> Who are you, dude? You're all over the place. I got a lot of respect for you, man. That's that's dope. Bullseye. Creators you know, creators you need to know. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tyson Fights. I'm Hal Lublin and I'm joined in the booth by... Danielle Radford. And... Jay Washington. Music is one of the most important parts of wrestling, especially a wrestler's entrance theme. We like to showcase some of those tracks in a segment we call Ringtones. One, two, this on. I don't think I've heard that before. No, it's new and it's great. I love that. I'm just, I'm always excited with this new stuff. It just says, Sting. Will you play it one more time? One, two, this on. All right. Can that just be the episode now? We just sing the Shinsuke? Okay. He's been extreme. He's been V1. He's been broken and woken. This edition of Ringtones is dedicated to the velvety tones of one Matthew Bartholomew Hardy. Probably not his middle name. Before we get going, uh, Matt Hardy is an interesting guy because he'll... I think everybody sort of realizes this, including him. He would say this as well. Nobody, uh, he'll never be Jeff Hardy, right? Jeff Hardy's just a charisma magnet. Mm. Jeff Hardy's the main event guy. But I think Matt works harder. I like Matt more. I think he tells great stories in the ring. I think he's underappreciated until the last few years and the stuff he's done in TNA, which was sort of like he had success on a sinking ship. And that kind of, yeah. that irks me in a way. What, what do you think of Matt Hardy, Jay? I think Matt, like you said, Jeff has the Jeff has the charisma of the personality for the wrestler. Matt has his own charisma. Right. But it wasn't until TNA that we saw that. Because for years we just looked at it as these were the Hardy boys, but you were like, what's Jeff going to do? Yes. And, and in the occasional twist of fate. Yeah, it's literally, it, was, it, it was literally always booked to be about Jeff, and unless Matt was going through a breakup. Let, let's right, unless it was Matt, Matt versus Edge, and then you really had to still try to get into that. Yeah, you know. But then you got even with. <laughs> I'm mad this didn't play. Matt Hardy version one. The, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, V1 yeah. was amazing. We're gonna listen to that V1 in a was a, but it didn't last too long. Yes, it didn't last long. V1 no, was great. and it, it was, and that was like that was the first idea of like, oh, this guy's great on he, his own. He can do something on his own if you and give him a chance. His ideas, if you give him it right, and you let him get his chance. Yeah. Then it was like, nah, we need you to be with your brother. No, we don't. It it always feels like Matt's the guy where they're like, what do you got? He's like, all right, how about if we do? 
I'll be Matt Hardy version one, and we'll and you know uh, it'll load like a web thing, and I'll write a bunch of facts for it. And then you go to Jeff, you're like, what do you want to do? Like, I'll jump off that ladder and then go paint. And I got like, some hot topic uh, armbands. Yeah, I got stock in these now. So so let's take a musical journey through the career of Matt Hardy. We'll start, of course, with Team Extreme. This is the theme song that's it was still being used up until he became Woken uh, <laughs> once again. This is the classic Hardy Boys theme. And if we still remember the look at WrestleMania, everybody's faces, I'm not going to lie, that night everybody was like, what the f-? Yeah, I was like out of my mind, like, is this happening? I, I ain't going to lie, I was the same way. I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. And this is a great, th- it's crazy that this theme song has been around since, I think, 1998. It's just the way the baseline for it works. Yeah, it's the baseline. It like it works really, really well. Not every. I don't think all themes from the '90s carry over well and still. And they always. didn't have to update it at all. No, like it just works still. The, even the Rock's theme. I well, mean, they I, they still updated, but they still updated a lot. They they tweaked the Rock's theme consistently. They did. His changed. This is the same. Yeah, this right. is the, they've never changed this one. Yeah. But then, of course, as we were discussing, I th- what I think is the golden age of Matt Hardy, which is the V1, Mattitude, yep. uh, all this oh, stuff with yeah. MVP, all the stuff with the, the MFers, and it's this good. is that music. Cut computer tones and all. Yeah. Look at that heavy keyboard Enter. in there. Oh, yeah! That three thing uh, really hurts. <laughs> it, it hurts trying to hold this. Yeah, <laughs> I always liked how that music kind of just sounds like it's starting right in the middle. Like, like there it's was like no, a, like a '90s pop of that, you know. <laughs> and it's bragging about it. Will I live for the moment? <laughs> there ain't no way no with me. I actually have. I think I still have. I think I still have my V1 shirt. So I'm a fan of wrestling themes. Sure. I work out a lot to them. Mm-hmm. And I re-downloaded the WWE big volume they had when they had the old school. Mm. Then it was the Attitude Era, then the Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah. And get all of them like, oh, yeah. So you this is uh, this is a song that makes it to your workout list? If I, it's not on it now, but this would make it. But it would be in there. Yeah, I would I would live for the moment, shoulder shrugging 140s. You guys remember when he was, um, Attitude, and he was a fitness guy trying to get down to cruiser weight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, this to me reminds me. Of Didn't he make it? Yeah, he did. He, he beat did. Mysterio yeah, for the title. Yeah, he actually made it to cruiser weight. I'm like <laughs> Christian that one time. Oh. With the chicken suit. So good. So good. Uh, but then uh, he went to TNA. Obviously, went back to the to the Team Extreme music as he reunited with Jeff. Uh, with Jeff, I think he left in what's it, two thousand eight, mm-hmm. two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Heads to TNA, and this becomes his theme. It sounds yeah. like a. It sounds like what a, TNA sounds like. It sounds like a heavy metal guitarist. It sounds like it. no. His theme music sounds literally like an indie show. It's garage band track. Garage band, yes. <laughs> like, this is an indie show. Somebody, some indie dude with some high spots kick pads, and he bought a pair of $40 shorts and a, and a, and a Punisher t-shirt. It's coming out to the ring <laughs> right there in a jean vest. This is what this is. Well, thankfully, it didn't last forever, because eventually he was broken, and this became his theme song. <sighs> some things are too good for this world. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine coming down the ramp for a wrestling match? <laughs> no, 
it's amazing because you have her on stage and she's playing piano live and it's amazing. And shut up, Juliet. I have a question for you, an honest question. As someone who, who cares a lot for the broken universe, how important is this music, this music right here to the overall character? It helps, but if you can get me... Look, the thing with wrestling is, is you have to be willing to allow people to adapt and change and learn and grow. Um, if you're not able to allow the people that you love to adapt and change and learn and grow, you're not going to be able to get into wrestling. Mm -hmm. So it's okay if it's not this music. I just want it to, like, I want it to feel the way this made me feel. See, see, it's the same yeah. way as like with Shinsuke, like, you know, his New Japan music was amazing and made me feel a way, but like when he didn't bring it, what was it, uh, sub, Supernatural, Sub, whatever, when mm -hmm. they didn't bring that over to WWE and they brought over his new music, it was like, ooh, it's not the same, but it makes me feel the same. Well, that's because I think with Shinsuke's though, because it's CFO dollar sign, what, it, you, didn't grow, it, you didn't grow into it at first until Lee England Jr. played it. Until he played it live? No, it had me from the incident. It oh, it out. had you? Oh, no, it had but me. But I can see how that would be the moment for me, that it would get For well, some people, well, it was. Yeah. I can totally get that. Yeah, for, as, as and also being a Chicago boy, and I know Lee, just to watch Lee playing it, and because you hear in every single note, like, yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to Matt Hardy, because you were saying people need to learn and change and grow, and we can learn to maybe love new music. So now, this is Woken Matt Hardy's music. Yeah. Last time. The broken thing I could probably do this. I don't hate it. It's just too much of a like weird sound alike. It sounds like the vaude villains are, are coming back. Yes. See, I hate that part. Yeah. I hate that. I hate the WWE added to it. Yeah, I I, I agree. It could have just been the the dome. piano. This is another yeah. one where it's like you guys picked a thing that could have been for ev for anyone instead of finding a theme that was special and that right. and that matched yep. the person. You look at Bianca Belair's theme, which it, granted was already somebody else's, but it fits her. You look at Bray Wyatt's theme, which no matter what you think about Bray Wyatt, that theme's always going to get a pop. Yes, it goes it into is. the fireflies because it's an amazing experience. Yeah. You look at, um, again, Shinsuke. Um, you look at Bobby Roode. You look at a lot of folks who have these like iconic themes, Sasha Banks, where it's like that theme hits and it's like that is you 100% and it couldn't be nobody else. And this could be literally anybody, anybody. on XT it, roster. This sounds like the, the menu music for like a 1997 Capcom game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or at least like the stage music. It's like, oh, yeah. you know. I'm you know, about to fight Balrog. You know what music? I would have loved? I'm fighting Balrog in Transylvania. And yeah. this is the music. Can I take I would have loved that? if they did the opening part with the piano. And just let that go, like you I said, agree. but then allow Jeff to sing. Is he any good as a singer? No, R remember he terrible. was. But it was that's what. But that's what made it work because oh, okay. he was because the whole render yourself obsolete. Obsolete. It was oh. just him singing it because it worked together. Yeah. Right. Because it worked like that's what you do. Like because he's supposed to. Speaking of which, he's cleared supposedly. Yeah. Let yeah. let him. I mean, granted, I don't know how y'all gonna do it with the compound, the final deletion, whatever. But have him sing it. Yeah, it's just not. Again, it it, it feels like it feels like some choose a wrestler ass yep. music. And also, I I try to be kind and remember there were issues with who owned it and all of those other things and sure. trying to do it while still. So I I I do try to 
remember that these are all <clears throat> writers trying to do their best um, with what they have. And what they bought was broken Matt Hardy, and they weren't able to use it. And so I'm really, really, really hoping that this compound fight is going to be what turns it around. How long do you think it goes? Because the actual final deletion was like five hours long, right? Oh, that was a that was a whole ep- it was a whole wish, couple of episodes. I wish if it was five hours long. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're gonna play at my fucking funeral. <laughs> back to back. Great. The, we're gonna have I'll holog- die while I'm there. Yeah, then we're gonna have holographic it. tombstones, and I'm just gonna have them play the final deletion oh, yeah. over and over. <laughs> and my grand dog, because dogs will be able to talk by then, will be like, "Oh, is that what?" <laughs> Kid, I won't have no kids. Oh, my grand dog. Yeah, <laughs> is that what human grandma was involved in? Um, and then my kid dogs will be like, "No, that's just what human grandma liked." <laughs> now let's. We and gotta gra- go make sure we got kibble. Your grand for- dog will be like, "This is subpar at best." <laughs> and then your kid dogs will be like, "We know she watched it all the time." <laughs> You know, whenever we came over to the house, <laughs> human grandma just kept saying total deletion. And you were like, we just kept trying to bark at her. She didn't want to listen. Also, yeah. by that point, um, dogs live longer because they're my. <laughs> <laughs> You're a 90 year old, poor 90 year old dog. That which is really. Which is. It's going to be 90 and dog. What is six? Yeah. No, the, dog, the dogs will be like 30. It's going to look like the gravediggers dog from the Haunted Mansion. They're going to be corgis Bones. and they're going to be amazing yeah. and they're going to walk on their hind legs. Oh. And they're going to love me. <laughs> Because I was so good to them, and they're going to be like, look, we don't get it either, but we're going to respect human grandma's wishes. I want to live in your future. Right? If you've got any thoughts on Matt Hardy's music, let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights or at tights fights on Twitter. Hey, tell us which dog you want to see walking on its hind leg in the future and talking to you. When we come back, we'll have three things from the world of wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Shirts, stickers, patches, posters, tote bags, aprons. Sure, you might have some of these things already, but do they rep your favorite Max Fun shows? We've got brand new items in stock at MaxFunStore.com. So why not stock up on gear that shows off the podcasts you love? MaxFunStore.com. It's good stuff. We swear. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland. I'm joined today by... Daniel Radford. And... Jay Washington. Every week we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three and or four, sometimes five, count. Danielle, what do you want to put over? I'm only doing one. Oh! It was very hard. Because I've been away, so I've been wanting to talk about a bunch of different things. It's been a while. It's fun. It's fun. Um, so I am putting over the exchange, um, the the backstage interview between um, Rusev, a very hurdy voice, um, uh, Aiden. I'm, I'm sure you can relate, and um, Nakamura, specifically because Nakamura did my favorite thing ever during it, and we will just listen. You broke my friend. Oh. Face me at Fastlane, and I'll break you like you broke my Aiden. Oh. I accept your challenge. But when I beat you at Fastlane, Sunday will be Nakamura Day. <laughs> 
does the voice. It's the best thing in the entire world. You just make up your own holiday, bro. <laughs> yeah, you did. So yeah, that's what I'm putting over is Nakamura being... Um, uh, once again, just uh, being talented and awesome and just the way that he he put on his full Aiden Kermit voice. And I loved it. And it made me really happy. <laughs> like clearly mocking him and like doing that weird voice. Like, oh, my precious little angel baby. It's great. <laughs> Jay? I'm trying to catch my breath. Did you not see that? I missed it. I wasn't. Nakamura. Isn't that the best thing you've ever seen? Oh my god! For me, it is on the same show, SmackDown. It has to be the Dolph Ziggler AJ Styles confrontation promo. He's like, "I'm here to show the world." No, you ain't. (laughs) 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 I'm the show off, show it off. What? So that's what I'm putting over AJ Styles getting one over in all country drawl on Dolph Ziggler. You used to be cool, man. (laughs) This is the house, SmackDown Live is the house that AJ Styles built. But you changed, man. You're not phenomenal anymore. Now you're just desperate. Oh, I'm desperate. This coming from the man who's been in WWE for 13 years and still hasn't reached his full potential? If I'm Dolph Ziggler, we got to fight after that, fam. You're not finna put me on blood. AJ like, yo, I've been in this door two years. I've held this WWE title, what, twice? I'm going to WrestleMania in several matches. What are you doing? We got to fight. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, this is going to be a trifecta. I'm also putting over something from SmackDown. Look at that. Look at us. Sami Zayn got the, uh, maybe Sami Zayn will win on Sunday win. Uh, of course he won't, but... Uh, he gave a little interview on the ramp after giving the haluva kick. I just want to call it the hell of a kick. The hell of a kick. Because that's, it, it, yeah. that's what it is. That's what it is. I know. Why, they interviewed Sami Zayn afterwards uh, after he gave the haluva kick to Kevin Owens for the win. Here's what he said. Why? Huh? Why? Don't ask me stupid questions. How about that? Tonight wasn't for the WWE Championship. Tonight's about one thing. Who is the best? And I proved that it is Sami Zayn. God damn. I still don't believe you. We need more people. <laughs> like, look, Sami Zayn's a hell of a guy. Amazing worker. Great talent. Good dude. But, hey, bruh, you ain't got a chance in hell. <laughs> you were going up against the phenomenal AJ Styles and Super Cena. What chance do you have? But still, great little promo. I mean, it's I great... love Heel Sammy. I agree. I love it. I love it. That does it for this week on Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. Our hosts this week are Danielle Radford and Jay Washington, along with me, Hal Lublin. I want to put over very quickly, I am involved in a trivia app that I write, produce, and direct, and it is called Swag IQ. You can go to playswagiq.com. Games are every weekday. No, that's actually that true. Games are Sunday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, and I would appreciate it if you gave it a shot. You can win real cash mm-hmm. in it and, and be a rich person to, so you can buy our merch. Danielle? Uh, well, eventually, I, I, apparently, I'm going to be in the Grand Canyon 
doing Grand Canyon stuff. I'm not sure exactly when that is. I don't know how to get tickets. I know nothing about it. I just know I'll be there, and that's going to be, I don't know, I fly out on the 22nd. See see you guys there for the couple days that I'm there. You can continue to find me every Thursday, except that one, I guess, on Movie Fights, on Screen Junkies. You can find me on What's Trending occasionally. I will let you know. What else do I have that's going on? You can find me on my wrestling podcast, Tights and Fights. <laughs> the one they're listening to now? Yeah, the one you're listening to right now. You don't um, have to fill this. It's, it's okay. It's mostly, uh, I don't then find me on Twitter and keep, uh, you guys are, are doing a really good job of following me on my Instagram. Let's get me to 10,000 so I can get free shit. Come on, How many do you it. at? How many do you at on Instagram? Not 10,000. We'll get there. Jay, uh, anything you want to promote? Tell us where we should be going to find you and what we should be listening to. Sure. Come on. Make sure you check out the Trusty Sidekick podcast wherever you get your podcasts like Apple, Google, Stitcher, Player <laughs> FM, and other <laughs> podcast places. That's a callback to earlier. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Uh, make sure you check out the Trusty Sidekick podcast. Myself and Bobby Hill. We'll get you caught up on everything in the Marvel and DC TV and live cinematic universes. It's barbershop talk about comic book stuff for nerds, but we keep it real, real gutter with you guys. Catch me on Collider Video, Collider Movie Talk. I'm there normally Tuesdays and Thursdays. Catch me on Collider Heroes as well. Also, you'll catch me around on Hyper RPG, After Buzz TV, everywhere. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. J. Washington. That's M-R-J-A-Y-W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N. Hit me up. I talk back to people. And please know if you try to come at me sideways, you will get these words. And then you'll catch this Dikembe Mutombo because this is my page and it's authoritarian and I do what the hell I want. (laughs) Jay's an angry man. I'm not angry. I'm at 4473 on on Instagram, by the way. There we go. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to win this race. Our producer is Julian. He only does everything Burrell. I only have 500 on Instagram. Nobody follow me, please, God. <laughs> all right, we need to throw all those follows at Julian. I'll better stay away from my Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Everyone follow Julian instead. Yeah. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music. We're putting him over for that. Mike, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. He's been doing amazing things. Please follow him on all of his socials yes. because he keeps updating with all of the great stuff that he's been doing while he's on tour. Um, you know, they just taped the first episode or a pilot first comedy yes. show. Yes, yes. I don't know if that's uh, if there's going to be more or whatever, but like, y'all, please, please go and, and show Mike some love while he's off um, making the money. Yeah, and listen to uh, his latest album, which is the best album that came out last year. A lot of places thought so. I was in two of his videos. That's right. I was in one too. That's where we met. We met at one of his videos. Happy Wasteland Day. Yep, Happy Wasteland Day. Oh. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember, hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, too. Then share us with all your friends. Let's make the nation larger and larger. And let's get that merch that y'all are thirsty for. Thank you so much to all of the members of Maximum Fun who have joined during Max Fun Drive and chosen to have some of their donation that, that happens every month come our way and keep the lights on when we're here. The next Max Fun Drive could be any second now. So for those of you who are not familiar, you're going to be finding out about it real soon. Tell you that. That's it for now. But join us next week where we'll be talking even more. You guessed it. Wrestling. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.